live across Australia on SEN Track. Giddy up with Gareth Hall. Yes, this is Giddy up with Gareth Hall on this Wednesday, the 25th of October. Good morning to you listening on your local SEN Track dial right across the country. And a big hello to you wherever you may be listening on the SEN app. Wednesday means a Wednesday debate. And we're fired up this morning because we have the A-team back. Finally, we get them together. Jack Jenkins, Miles Fitzner and Cameron Luke will be joining me in the first hour to discuss a host of hot topics. We'll probably go over an hour. It's Geelong Cup Day. Miles Fitzner and David Taggart throughout the afternoon will be live on SEN Track. Hopefully, Tags has got a coat because they tell me it's, what, 14 degrees and raining in Geelong this afternoon. So um, let's hope that weather report isn't quite right. But looking forward to getting to Geelong. I'll be heading down there as well. I think Tags is taking me. <laughs> so I don't know why I'm laughing, but I'm looking forward to that. Um, what else have we got on the show today? We're going to do the Bet365 Country Racing Hour because we're at the Valley for breakfast with the best yesterday morning. We'll do it. We'll do that for the last hour today, and we'll concentrate on the Bet365 Geelong Cup meeting. Luke Rayner, the Geelong CEO, will join us. We'll have a chat to Levi Kavanagh, John Sargent, and Liam Howley with Geelong Stable Mail. And then Tom Wood will join us for Hong Kong Corner as well. Um, plus, we'll have a chat to Maddie Williams after Road to Arataki was successful. I can't believe someone didn't put that horse in their quaddy the other day um, the, um, at Caulfield on the weekend. And then Mac Dan as well after he won the Geelong Pacing Cup in sensational style. There on Saturday night. It is five minutes past eight. Let's get stuck into our Wednesday show. And um, of course, it's with the Wednesday debate. On Giddy Up, it's time for the debate. Time for the debate here. Gareth Hall with you, Miles Fitzner, Cameron Luke, Jack Jenkins. Let's welcome in the team. I think, Jack, you're the captain of the show. You turn up each and every week, and we appreciate that. G'day, JJ. Oh, how beautiful is that? Liana Cameron's. Cameron Luke's better half has just provided him with some breakfast. That's so romantic. Oh, that is, wow. that is nice. Well, that is I'm running. I'm running ten k's on a treadmill today. She just dobbed me into as part of the uh, the Neil Balm Epilepsy Foundation lunch okay. today. So I thought I was just going there to say a couple of words and host it, and now I've got to run ten k's. Yeah. Actually, I don't have to run ten k's. My apologies. I, Wayne Hawks and I have to run a combined ten k's. Well, you'll be running. Yeah, 10K, <laughs> running ten k. Wayne I've Hawks. seen you on a treadmill, though. <laughs> What's he going to be wearing? He'd be chafing like there'd be no tomorrow. <laughs> I've got to have breakfast, Gareth. Let's not talk about him and Lyca right now. Wayne Hawks <laughs> running 10K. Is he really doing that? There's, there's, uh, yes, what a stupid thing to do. Wayne Hawks and I running 10Ks. It's a great cause, but I, 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 yeah, I'm not 100% certain that uh, yeah. Wayne's going to give me a great deal. Miles Fitzner, hello to you. Uh, G-Man, Jack, uh, Cam, good luck with the run. Oh, no. If someone dobbed me in to run 10Ks, that'd be the end of it. There'd be no more relationship. No. It'd be over. With yourself. Well, <laughs> I, battled, I battled to run a K at the moment, let alone 10. But do you know what I love about you, Miles? What? You're having a crack. Mm. Always have a dip. And that's all we, that's all we can ask, Jack. Just Always do your best. Jeez, I'm looking around. You boys look a little bit tired halfway through the spring carnival. You need to lift, I think. No, this is, this is not. This is my... Tags just fold them tight. Yeah. Well, I was out for dinner last night with him and Jason, our man from Temper. Oh, Temper. And uh, it, was, it was very nice. You need to go Temper pillow. Yeah, yeah, Temper pillow, Temper mattress, yes. Temper sheets, everything. And a big shout out to Jace, of course, SCN Survivor, back on Saturday where you can win $8,000 worth of prizing. But um, I, look, I didn't drink. I was home early, but just... 
And you guys had lunch with him yesterday. He's just exhausting tags when he's up and about, oh. which he is right now. Mm. He's getting he got stopped by one person, and then he started oh, talking no. about how he's sick of being famous. <laughs> it's, a, it's a it's a machine right now, the tagster. In the Emerald yesterday, there was another former jockey in there, and then he went to you know he dropped the well. I well I rode six group ones, and you know, and he's became this yeah. sort of former banter mm. across who, the. Who was our first, the the jock's name anyway? Tags goes twin. I think it was Simon. He said, he, Simon. said, he said you wrote a bit. The bloke went, yeah, for 14 years. No, he goes, you didn't write for that long, did you, Simon? He goes, oh, 16 years. <laughs> you know what he's doing at the moment? And it, it's great because he's, 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 he's a lot more social than he's ever been. But he has really stepped into the um, flirting with waitresses scene. Oh, no. Yeah. And I don't know if he means it or what, but it's just, it's real. Sometimes and all yeah. the waitresses are, are very nice, but oh. He's Jeez, getting out of hand. He, he's it's getting out of hand. He's was, teetering on the brink, the little yeah. man. Let's get stuck into our topics and uh, so we can get back on track. Big <laughs> cheer out of Shane Bennett putting up the banners there at the Ultima Hotel tent that we'll be featuring at this afternoon on SEN Track. Looking forward to it. But we'll kick off with the first topic. And this is relating to Gold Trip. Is Gold Trip a better chance in the Cox Plate or the Melbourne Cup? Who wants to kick off proceedings here? We'll start off with Cameron. I'm going to say the Cox Plate only just. I think the way that the speed in the race and the way that the race will set up will help Gold Trip. He's, I thought he was really good last week. He was great in the Turnbull, of course. The weight's the big issue in the Melbourne Cup. I heard Johnny O'Neill on Monday mm. on your program on the means test, Gareth, speaking about the fact that he reckons the weight can stop him and he's no chance to win the Melbourne Cup. He is a high-class Galloper weight does traditionally stop or at least slow down horses. I'm going to say uh, I'm going to say the Cox Plate just because I think the race sets up nicely, being a weight for age race. But he can win the Melbourne Cup, but I'll err just on the Cox Plate because a bit of rain about too. If the track plays the way that I expected to, I think Gold Trip's a massive chance on Saturday. Miles, uh, he's clearly the best chance in a Melbourne Cup because he's won a Melbourne Cup, and this is a a super high tempo. Uh, Cox Plate with um, inform international horses um, and especially horses that are 2,000 metres, I think 2,000 metre horses. Uh, yeah, there's a bottom end in it and with some horses that won't run out of genuine 2,000 metres, but he hasn't won a Cox Plate. He's won a Melbourne Cup. He goes back into a Melbourne Cup that a couple are a query. There's still going to be horses that are a query at 3,200. Yes, he's going to cop a penalty, but he is a far better chance in a Melbourne Cup, in my opinion, than than a Cox Plate, and especially pattern-wise, um, that the Valley, like, he's just not that big bowler long up in front, take on all prisoners. Um, I, I don't think he's probably a great corner um, horse. Um, he's run well in Cox Plates before. He's a freak, but I, I'm, that's why I said earlier when Cam, you and I had, had the discussions, Mark Zara, that's a really easy decision between without a fight and, and gold trip, is you, you take the horse, you know runs, the 3,200 metres because not many can do it and win it. I'm not sure this is a bet, Jack, but uh, he'll run top four in both. Gold trip. Yeah. yeah. Oh, should, I'll we... take a bet if you yeah. like that. I, I, I've... You don't think he'll run top four Saturday? I don't think so. Okay. I think it I... works out perfectly for him on mm. Saturday, Jack. Um, <clears throat> I agree with uh, Milo there in that uh, I think he's a better chance in a Melbourne Cup. I think the way I'm looking at it is – uh, he was top weight last year. Yes, he has to carry a bigger penalty this year, but he, he, he did it really well last year when he won the Melbourne Cup. 
And if you look at his lead-up runs last year, I think his lead-up runs this year are even more impressive than they were last year. So, yes, he's carrying a little bit more weight than he did last year, but he's also had the performances this year to back them up. So I'm happy to go with Gold Trip as the better horse for the Melbourne Cup, purely because of that, and I think he's better at the 3,200, but also because coming around that bend... It's a 12-horse race now. He's going to be somewhere out the back, and he's going to have to weave his way around the bend and find space to get up to top speed. Well, it's the whole thing shapes up pretty similarly to to last year. I mean, he had the really well, good run won't, in the he, Caulfield Cup. He won't, get a, he won't get a worse ride than he did last year in the Cox Plate. Correct, but he's also had a heavy deck, admittedly. Mm-hmm. But it, it just the whole thing seems similar. He had the really good Caulfield Cup run. Then he went to the Cox Plate, and then he came out mm-hmm. and brained them in, in, the, in the Melbourne Cup. I, on... I think he's running in case. I think he's running in case. I mean, he can I, go in. They just give him the exact same prep that they gave him mm. last year. And he he's a huge chance in the Melbourne Cup, it, regardless of that extra agreed. kilo. Ma- massive, 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 massive chick that didn't win the Caulfield Cup put and it, get a penalty. Put it this way. Put it this way. If if the Cox Plate was run at Flemington, he'd be a massive chance. I think he's a Correct. better horse at Flemington. 100. As Kieran Maher mm. told us yesterday on Giddy Up, he's a horse that he can't. He can't afford to have his momentum stopped mm-hmm. like it happened last year in a Cox Plate. But I think because Zaki's drawn where he's drawn and there's some pace in the middle of the, the, the draw there in the Cox Plate, I think it might be a perfect setup for him for a Cox Plate anyway to run a big race. I, I'm with Johnny O'Neill a little bit for the, the Melbourne Cup. Only the champs win with 58 and a half on their back. He, he, like he, only the champs, the, the greats, the greats of the sport. Is he a great of the sport? I don't think he is. No, but they, they weren't a great of a sport until they did it. Like he, he's, if, if we're suggesting that he Spot can't on. win with 58 and a half, which, which but is absolutely the, tough, but right? some of the great Europeans, this is all, like Gates and Septimus yeah, and absolutely. Oscar Schindler couldn't do what Ab- he's trying to do. Absolutely get that. This is a horse that's ran fourth in an arc. He's come here and won the Melbourne Cup. Yeah. He's been placed in two Caulfield, Caulfield Cups. Cups. He got stuffed in a Cox Plate by ride. I'm not saying he's a great of the turf, but I also am not willing to say he cannot win the race. It's going to be much more of a difficult challenge than last year because of the weight, but he can absolutely win the Melbourne Cup. But I, I think Saturday really plays well for him. Yeah. And outside of the two that I've backed, as we touched on yesterday, he's the only horse I'd be willing to maybe have a he's bet a, on come race he's day. He's a better chance in a Cox Plate for mine than he is a Melbourne Cup. So Jack and I, the two blokes that could beat both of you hands down in a fight against you two. Yeah, well, basically, this is, yep. this is the debate about racing. We're not getting violent or anything. No, no, no. no settle, just... <laughs> settle down. <laughs> <laughs> don't rope me in with your plans to beat people up there, Milo. That's early. Yeah, that's early. I know Milo. you're fired up yeah. with Geelong Cup, mate. <laughs> but, you know, how about you just save the wrestling for tags come <laughs> 5.30? So the other debate, you've just gave us a new topic. If you mark Sari, do you ride without a fight or gold trip in a Melbourne Cup? For mine, I don't have a – like, I'm with without a fight – People say there's a question mark over the two miles, but that was one of the most brutal, hotly contested Caulfield Cups we've seen for quite some time. He proved that he's got staying power, and he was only second up, so Mm. you would imagine he'd be getting a little fitter as well third up. So I'd be riding without a fight in the Melbourne Cup. It's still a guess, though, and that's the bit for me. It's about eliminating risk. If he goes with without a fight, go and back it. It's that simple. If he goes with without a fight, you go and back it. Because if you get off a horse that is proven at 3,200 metres, which is one of the hardest things to do in racing, irrespective of weight, take weight completely out of this. If you win a group one over 3,200 metres, you have to be very, very special. 
very special. So if he gets off goal trip, you think Valen declares very special and rides without a fight. Well, on the day it was, mate. Yeah, and and Valen declare Valen declare is now probably showing glimpses again. It got waited out for years after that. Yeah, but you, you've still got to do it. You've still got to do it. I know you want to if you. Pop Val and Declare now. Go and grab the rest of that Melbourne Cup field and pop them because it's beaten them. Mm. They're, 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 you can't say, oh, well, oh, that win is not as good as some of the horses that run 7th, 8th, ninth, 10th. No, tenth. I wasn't potting him. I was just no, saying but, I don't but know if, if he's, he's a no good, special horse. Well, if he's not a special horse, then that Melbourne Cup was not special. Yeah, that's probably a good point. Do you know, then the rest of them are crap. Probably, yeah. So if he gets off, you're back without a fight, but there is no way he will. You take the horse proven at 3,200. Always. Jack? Yeah, he stays on Gold Trip. He, I, yeah. I don't see, I don't see him getting off for without a fight. That, it makes no sense to me for him to do that, given the relationship he has mm. with the horse, given the way he knows it runs out the two miles strong, uh, and even the way the run panned out, the way Gold Trip and without a fight kind of came together, and like you said, took away a bit of Gold Trip's momentum. Mm. Uh, I'm, I'm happy to stay, stick yeah. with Gold Trip. Like, I, if I was Mark, I would ride without a fight, but that's just my humble opinion. And I've been wrong more times than not, but why, when, when, because I think he'll get a strong 2000, I mean, two mile. And I think he's better at the weights than he, than gold trip is. And the other aspect to all of that is that probably he'll stick with gold trip because even though we got, he defeated Gold Trip at Caulfield on Saturday. He still partied with the Gold Trip team. I think he'll stay. I'm with, with Jackie. I think he'll stay due to the emotional connection. He spoke so well after the race about it, about how hard it was and how he didn't sleep on the Wednesday night. So there's that emotional connection there. He's back on the horse this weekend. And as Milo pointed out, he, he is guessing to an extent. Uh, he has got the two-mile horse that has done it before. Without a fight, I thought tracked up brilliantly 12 months ago, but the track probably found him out with the uh, the, uh, the soft track. Uh, <clears throat> I'm on without a fight, have been for a long time in the Melbourne Cup, so I'm not 100% sure if the Caulfield Cup helps or hinders that. The kilo doesn't necessarily make or break it, but uh, I think he'll stay with Gold Trip, but it'll be more of an emotional connection than absolutely definitely, def- definitively saying Gold Trip will beat without a fight home. We're- when we're talking about guessing is that these there's been many, many, many horses that have gone and been very, very good 2,400-metre horses that can absolutely mm. not get anywhere near 3,000 metres. Yeah. And and so when you're looking at eliminating risk in regards, and I look at it always from the punt perspective, that I, you've got to look at horses that are either proven or are even close to being proving that because all you're trying to do is manage your variables as much as you can. Now... Mark would be the best indicator of knowing how the horse travelled mm-hmm. is if to that horse is going to run two miles and the trainers. So if he gets off, then if he's that confident, then I can have the confidence yep. in. But outside of that, and there'll be a multitude of horses in the Melbourne Cup this year that say, oh, they might they might be bred to run 32 or whatever. It's one of the hardest things to do in racing. You, yep. you, so you, you're just guessing. All right, then. 0499 736 736 to join our conversation. We'll take a break. We'll come back with plenty more, including we'll have a chat about Romantic Warrior. If he turns up at his very best, is the Cox Plate all over? But Danny Schum has indicated that he can't get this horse fit enough or he's not going to be completely fit because mm. of the facilities at Werribee. So we'll debate that straight after this. Gareth Hall with you. This is the Wednesday debate. Uh, can't wait for the WS Cox plate as we continue on our categories for our debate topics. And the next one is if 
romantic warrior turns up at his romantic warrior best is the Cox Plate all over. Now, I know that Danny Shum's come out and said that he can't get him completely 100% fit because of the facilities that were. I mean, I feel for a little bit for, for Danny because at Chartin, he can use a pool, uh, a walker, and he hasn't got those facilities to work with there at Werribee, which is something. This is another issue to debate, but Racing Victoria need to be, they, they need to fix that problem. You need to put a pool and you need to put a water walker or you need to put a walker there at Werribee um, because people are betting on this. And we didn't, and I didn't, I thought there would be better facilities there in a way for those international runners. So that's another debate for another day. But the way that he worked on Monday, my spies tell me that he is, he is close back to his best and he might not need to be at a hundred percent, um, at his, at his complete top, but he worked like a Cox plate winner on Monday. And the more I look at this race, the more I look at the, the setup of this race, it's his race to lose. I, I'm, I'm bullish about his chances now, Romantic Warrior Cam. I think he, I think he's definitely the horse to beat and I'll be tipping him on top with plenty of confidence that he will win the Cox Plate this year. I'm happy that I backed him at the 6.50 he got out to on the Saturday yeah. night of the Turnbull. I thought the run was pretty good and the fact that West Wing blows, Gold Trip and Solcom, uh, Solcom a little bit different because he missed the kick, but all ran, two of them ran exceptionally well in a cool field cup on the back of it and the other one ran fairly decently uh, on the back of missing the kick. I'm interested with those Danny Shum comments. Uh, we've seen internationals come here before and be at Werribee and still be able to dominate our, our major races. I know the Chartin's a little bit different, and the way they're looked after in Hong Kong is of the elite next level. But they uh, should have a they should have a pool there. Well, if you don't have a pool there, you don't have a pool there, right? Like it's not easy just to put a horse pool in. It would be a perfect situation. And I actually, to be honestly, in I thought there would world, be one there. Yeah. But there's not, and it's not just as easy to go, oh, hang on. I've never heard anyone complain about not being a pool there before. I'm not saying he is complaining, but he's just making comment. The race does set up perfectly for him. He, 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 my, well, the suggestion to me that the horse looks a lot happier in himself than he did prior to the Turnbull. J-Mac had to sort of try and ease him down a little bit when they were going onto the track. He's on toes. He's a bit more playful. So that's always a really good sign as well. I'm on him at 650. He's not going to be that price Saturday. So I'm happy, but... Uh, his best is, is is extremely good, but so is a couple other horses in this race. So if, he's, if his best is there, then he'll give a chance to, yep. to win the race. But I don't think he's a moral like you're suggesting. No, right? I think he's mighty, mighty hard to beat. Um, Jack? No, I, I disagree. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be against him. For I've been against him since before the Turnbull run. You have, nothing, you? nothing in the Turnbull run made me think otherwise. Uh, and nothing that's come out since. Before the Turnbull run, the Hong Kong camp were bullish about he was fit, he was looking good, and then afterwards there's excuses. And now, and then now, well, we don't have the facilities we need. And if we're talking about training at an elite level of any sport, you know, going into a, a into an important race or an important competition, you want everything to be the same. So if you usually do you know, four evens home in two, and then you go for a swim the next day and th and that next day swim has been taken away from you. So then you're trying to make up the difference by a little bit more work or a little bit more anything that is going to throw you. And when you're talking about the little 1% and 2%, and I just don't think we are going to see the romantic warrior that they saw in Hong Kong. So I'm happy to be against That's him. a very good point you, you make. You can, you can tell that you've spent a lot of time around some stables because it can be a nightmare for a trainer trying to work out how you can compromise 
a swim from trotting him around Werribee. It's sort of like the, the balancing act. So, But hang on, they knew this coming over here. They, they knew did. there wasn't a pool and a water walker at I know, Werribee. So they already made the decision to be able to bring him over. They yeah. didn't just lob into Werribee, Milo, and say, oh, hang on a second, where's this pool that we need? I, I think to answer the original question, if he's at his best, yes, he wins. And, and that's, I mean, he was rated in one of the best horses in the world. And, and for that reason, that if he is at his best, plain and simple, yes, he does win. Then is he at his best? Danny Shum said to us that James McDonald said it improved four lengths off um, off the last gallop. Um, I I think it's probably going to come down to luck. I think if he gets some luck, he's on top of for me. Um, But they're Cox Plates and they're Group 1s. These are the hardest races. Caulfield Cups, Cox Plates, Melbourne Cups. They're the hardest races to pick winners. Um, of any races ever, so um, he'll he'll look he'll look the winner. He'll, he'll look the winner. He'll look the winner at yes. some point. And, and Russia, keeping in mind, and this is still hurts me because you know, I was heavily in the Russian Camelot camp. He looked the winner as well, right? So he will look the winner. He'll get the perfect run in transit. The race will suit mm-hmm. three four hundred. He'll pop out, and all of a sudden we'll be like, are we going to see Romantic Warrior go bang, or are we going to see him like at Flemington, not quite savage aligned? Yeah. Well, it, Danny was pretty honest, and he's been honest the whole way through. He was only 80%. He said he needed the gallop early doors. The, the interesting choice was that gate seven, only three horses since 92 have won from that gate. So, uh, you know, I thought it was an interesting selection, um, especially from a barrier perspective. Um, I still think it works. I mean, anywhere in there is going to be fine. He will definitely look the winner. He mm. will definitely look what? the winner. And that's where, you know, for your in-play traders, um, that's where taking a price and laying in the run if you wanted to, you're going to get a lot shorter about him in the run. You're going to bet with Bet365 if you like Romantic Warrior, which we always do anyway because yeah, you guarantee um, the, the top price with the, the, the top fluck there with um, with Bet365. But the Whirlpool has added a different dimension to mm. our spring in a way. It'll be fascinating to see what price Romantic Warrior is on, on Saturday. And if you like a horse, like for you, Jack, for instance, if you're taking on Romantic Warrior, you are going to get some terrific value. So you're top tote with Bet365. 100%. Yeah. Um, that whirlpool is going to shorten immensely in yes. that last hour before the race. It's going to go bang, and Romantic Warrior is going to get shorter and shorter and shorter. I think there's two horses that are going to get real short right before they jump. Militarise? Nah. Gold Trip? Nah. Victoria Road? Yep. Yep. I, I did the ownership group and you know them so well, Gareth. I have a feeling we've seen this before. But they haven't we've got seen millions, this before. They haven't got millions of dollars no. to put on that horse to affect it like the, No, the but pool. you know what? We're gonna that's that's a good point. But geez, if you remember back to Sir Dragon A in two thousand and twenty, all of a sudden the last four or five minutes he yeah. absolutely got moose Hitotsu, <laughs> likewise a the Victoria oh, Derby. Now of course there was no lunch. there was no whirlpool, so it changes a little bit, but Victoria I think Victoria Road will start your second favourite. I don't know what the odds are right now, Bet three six five, but I think he'll jump your second favourite. He's still going to get the host of public support. I mean, you go walk around any racetrack at the moment and ask anyone what yeah. their favourite horse is. They'll tell you it's Mr. Brightside. Yeah. What, won't they? Like the horses that people know that go to the races or that punt on these big days. 
that's why Melbourne Cup market days are wild because a lot of people punt that don't know what they're doing. I, I, so. I, I do I do think the bookies might take Mr. Brightside. I'm not saying that he won't run a strong 2,000 because it's perfectly poised for him from that gate, but I reckon the bookies might try and take yeah, him yeah. a bit. I think he's tired anyway, Mr. Brightside, after watching him there in the, the King Charles. He should have finished closer to Fangirl than he did that day. So mm. Didn't I'll have pr- much of a turn of foot, did he? When no, she went he, bang, he yeah. kind of clicked into gear and he's, just couldn't go. He's, he's, put he, a he could, you him. could argue, though, that he looked like a 2,000-meter horse. You could, you argue. could argue it which if, you, if, never you're, been. if you're a glass yeah. half full, Mr. Brightside guy, which I am a huge on him in a mile to yeah. 1,800, 2,000. I'm not as You know bullish. what? We, when we say that, we're saying he looked slow over yeah. 1,600, aren't we? He beat which all but. Like, he's the best miler in the country. Exactly. Yeah, he is. And he beat yeah, all yeah, but. He beat everyone but Fangirl home. And he looked, he made Alligator Bud look second rate in the early mm. part. Not second rate, but he was far too good for Alligator Absolutely. Bud in the early part of the spring. And now you're getting... What four points better for Brightside mm. over, say, Alligator Blood? So I, it's a fast. That's why the rankings are so difficult, um, people. And I love how people are getting so angry with us with our rankings, but that's what they're about. We'll get to the rankings a little later on. I'd be fascinated to see which geez. way we go today. Um, just quickly before we take the news, Cox Plate tip. I'm with Romantic Warrior over Gold Trip over Militarize. I write those down, so I, I think Romantic Warrior and Militarise will fight this out. And I am talking through my pocket a bit, but Gold Trip's a horse I'm concerned about. Yeah. All right then, Milo. Cam and I have seen this exactly the same. I think we're on Romantic Warrior, Militarise, and probably a Victoria Road. Yep. For me. A purely emotional, for me, Zaki each way. Can you just on that? Jack. Jack. Have Jack. you, have you oh, lost? Yeah, oh, Jack. Jack. Hang on, Jack. hang on. No, Hang on, give it. me a second. So Jack. I'm telling the punters, this is an emotional mm. bet for me. I love the horse. It's not an analytical bet. I'm not going to tip you into it. I'm saying I love the horse. I'm going to back it so I can cheer at home because it might be one of the last times mm. I ever get to see him run. But if I'm going to make the case for him, I'm going to tell you that head-to-head versus alligator blood at 2,000 metres, he, he's way better off. Yes. And his runs this prep up until this point have not been without merit. They've been over shorter than his distances which he's best at, which is his 2,000-meter runs. And I think if it's a good three and the rail's kind of hot at the valley, Mm -hmm. he can push to the front and he can put himself in the finish, as he always does in these Group 1 races, in the top three. Missing a run's hurt him, I think. And he's going to have to work from that game. And he won't be able to find the fence from 12. Let's let's talk about that then. So last time when he was in the Cox Plate, they scratched him because he had an elevated temperature. Mm-hmm. He freshened up after he freshened up after three runs. He came back to a, a not a super strong champion stakes field, I will admit, and brained him mm. by three or four lengths. This is the exact same setup here. He's had the three prep runs. He's had a two week break off because he's been scratched. He's been in work. He looked really fresh up on his toes, throwing his head around a little bit yesterday. For Hang Frosty. on, have we seen him three times? Only two times. This prep. Yeah, this, we haven't seen him in six weeks. He had. He had the because you got scratched from the King Charles. That's and that, that was his third up run. Wasn't that it? was his th- yeah. So he yeah, might have only seen him. But remember twice. when he was he was a two dollar favorite for this race. Yeah, he would have won. Like that. He was going to get. He, he would have belted them. That, that was year, that yeah. was devastating for him. That Absolutely, one. that was the one. Yeah, he would have brained him. Watching him yesterday morning, listening to Annabelle Nisham, she says that he's never been better. His mm. actions he's, superb, and he's a great it, fresh horse. And, that's why they're, they're the the gates are killer. That's what I want to see. From Zach, if I see him going out on the track and he's look pretty lulled mm. and relaxed, I go, well, he might be a bit tired. But he's up throwing the head around, up on the toes a little bit. That's how, when he performs his best. He's That's when he rolled has. in. When he rolled into the champion stakes two years ago after he got scratched off that Cox plate and he yep. just rolled on yeah. in. He was going nuts in the mounting yard. And 
the whole the whole Flemington. There was a bit of a smallish crowd due to COVID at the time as we yeah. all eased back in, and the whole yeah. whole crowd just dived he, into it. He's had two runs this prep. He two went runs, around yeah. in the Winks and the Seven Stakes, where he finished third and second. Yeah, he's ran well. We, we're going to take the news eight thirty six. If he wins, Frosty won't join us because he's upset with me a little bit. Frosty, D yeah, yeah, I heard. Yeah, I heard. He just um, he's not a fan of one of our segments on one of my shows. But I said Frosty. You know? Well, hang on, who? Hey, who? No, he just with with my show. Oh, but no, well, isn't yeah. isn't there someone who? <laughs> no, <laughs> hang on, hang on. I, you know, I'll say it on the other side of this. I'll say. No, it. I don't think he's a fan of our own. <laughs> I said, come on, Frosty. Hey, I don't think J Max a fan of Huey's either. Why? What happened? Now? You hear that yesterday? When Huey asked him for the thing, and he got that, he said no. Bad content, bro. <laughs> Go with you with it. We're going to get to the news, 8.36. Jack Jenkins, the UFC superstar. Miles Fitzner and Cameron Luke joining me here on this Wednesday for Giddy Up. Our next topic of conversation or a category for our debate is, should West Wind Blows be allowed to compete in a champion stakes if he can't compete in a Melbourne Cup? It's, it's an interesting topic to discuss. Now, I had my comments on this on uh, Monday when Giddy Up and Waitley combined there on SEN 1116 and also on SEN Track. I can't work out, I can't work out this. So, like, if West Wind Blows is having his third run in this country, um, but he can't have that run in a Melbourne Cup, but he can have a run in the Champion Stakes, I can't quite understand that. I can't get my head around it because every race should be treated like it's a Melbourne Cup. And I understand Racing Victoria and the VRC needed to make sure that they stopped the fatalities in our greatest race. And I think they've done a really good job in doing that. And they've had to put in some um, tough protocols and make some tough decisions for these international horses. But it's either got to be one rule for all races or you use a common sense, and this is only my opinion, a common sense um, point of view and go, okay, then... If West Wind Blows pulls up okay from a Caulfield Cup and then we test him again, because you have to be CT scanned to, to pass, um, be passed by the Victorian vets for that champion stakes. If he does all of that and, and gets through all of the, the, those procedures and is given the green light for a champion stakes, then he should be allowed to run in a Melbourne Cup. So I can't quite work that out. Will Freeman joins us because he's passionate on this issue and he's dominating with his podcast as well on the Channel 9 platforms. Um, and he joins us now. G'day, Will. Thanks for your time, mate. Um, are you, are no you, worries. Do you understand where I'm coming from now, Will? Well, I've, I've, I've got a couple of views on it. It's, it's, the water is muddy for this. It's a very, everything's in the grey. Because firstly, keep in mind, and this is, this is at the defence of the vets, is unlike humans, we, there's... There's not a lot of research into horses and thoroughbreds. It's getting better. The Japanese have been broken, broken down the walls for that and have gotten into that. But still, there's very limited amount of data to actually base decisions off. So while it's, it's fair for us all to say, look, why can't we get an understanding? Why can't the vets come out and tell us exactly why he can run in a champion stakes, but he can't run in the, the Melbourne Cup? But the reality is that it's very plausible that all they know is that horses that run third up and go to a Melbourne Cup have a higher chance of breaking down. They don't know if a horse runs third up into a 2,000-metre race if they'll break down. So that's the, 
That's the first point. For, and that's a defence because we, we work in an industry where there's, it's always been old horsemanship, what we've done on experience, and the data isn't backing that up anymore. So they're trying to make the right decision. But in terms of what you're saying, it, it could be an unmitigated disaster if West Wind blows breaks down in, in the champion stakes. That's, that's yeah. very plausible. Yeah. Um, and then thirdly, it's, it's becoming... It, the Melbourne Cup is such a spectacle that... And there's this thing called cyclical loading, which is fatigue, like bone fatigue. And, and the argument will be that if the difference between 2,000 to 3,200 is significant and they're under that much more fatigue later in a 3,200-metre race. Um, but there's, unfortunately, there just hasn't been enough clarity on the reasons as to why they're not allowed to run in, in the... Melbourne Cup opposed to the, the spring champion. And I think you make some good points there, Will. But for me, Jack, that I want them to be extra cautious with the Melbourne Cup from a racing fan and going out and talking to your mates. We cannot afford to have another fatality in our great race. So I'd rather them be on the side of caution than, than allowing these horses to race if they're not 100% guaranteed that they can get through it safely. Yeah, I just think we the, the testing procedures we need to have in place need to be really clear this is past fit. This isn't past fit. Um, I think we need to be really careful when you're making different rules for different races, but I do understand the nature of the high publicity of the Melbourne cup. And I don't want the sport to come under more duress than it needs to, because we have another fatality with a horse like this. Three points for mine uh, is one is we've, we're starting to have too many things that are coming out of racing that are too murky. So whether or not there's a level of communication a breakdown that's things aren't being explained to the public or explained to racing media or racing people well enough. We're, we're only, we've just had this debate a little bit about the whip rule too recently. At least come out and say these are the parameters as to how we got to this point as to why we got to this and then we eliminate some of this murkiness. In, in regards to to being able to race in one and not the other, then clearly they've just think one's more stressful than the other, but it doesn't make a lot of sense if there's no data around to support it, which then hasn't been communicated. I'm, I'm of the belief, and I know you just said that you don't want another horse breaking down in the Melbourne Cup. I don't want a horse breaking down anywhere, right? Yeah, 100%. But unfortunately, it, it, it does happen, right? And, and I think that if we're pandering a little bit uh, because of the spotlight on that day, I think that's the wrong way to go about it. They have to work from the other way rather than working mm. from the how do we make it look better profile backwards, they've got to work internally out. But the Melbourne Cup is a different different ball game. It, the rest it, of the, the... It, it is, Gareth, and it's our biggest race, and it's not yeah. just domestically, Whether internationally like as well, right? And I think you alluded to it just moments ago. You, you said the fact that, you know, you don't want to see these international horses. And this was a major concern for the Melbourne Cup, not just here in Australia, but internationally. And they have put steps in that a lot of people believe are harsh from the outside looking in. And and the data may not be there 100% to be able to definitively say yes or no, or if there's a greater risk. But there's better to err on the side of caution here. The 2,000-metre race is going to be less fatiguing, at least from a from a horse perspective, than a two-mile race on the Tuesday. And they are 
Absolutely. Now, in 20 years' time, that data that Will touched on may be a hell of a lot more available to us, and we can make a much different situationally, I guess, decision. But I like the fact. I like the fact they're erring on the side of caution around this great race rather than just going, you know what? One for all. Let's just let him run. Yeah, but the, the, the funny, about a minute. Will, just quickly, is the rules are still different between New South Wales and Victoria, so that doesn't make a lot of sense either. No, we don't work aligned, which is that's a that's a whole another debate for another another topic. But the re, the reality is for for horses and the the Melbourne Cup was such a a great event. I can't remember in my lifetime an Australian trained you know horse breaking down in the Melbourne Cup. Mm. So there was clearly an issue with the internationals coming over. I don't think anyone really knows the precise reason as to why they were breaking down. But there has, in my opinion, there has to be different rules for the internationals as there are for the Australian yeah. trainers. They're used to the conditions. We train a lot different. Remember, horses in Europe are trained up, up hills predominantly. So there's a lot of workload that yes. a lot of that weight goes to their hind legs. And the hind legs doesn't take as much loading yeah. as the front legs. So their training is a lot more centered around their hindquarters. And that they come out here and they're training on flat surfaces and probably training pretty similarly that they do in, in Europe. I've got about um, 10 seconds, the... Will, before I get cut off with my ad. But... That's okay. But, but in the end, I'm just saying that the training aspect of it, if we could set them up in a facility where there's an uphill gallop that's yep. very similar to them, I think you'd find the breakdowns would be yep. far less, even going well, into the Well said, Will. We'll get you on next week. We need to take a break. This is a Wednesday debate. Welcome back to Giddy Up, Gareth. All with you, Miles Fitzgerald, Jack Jenkins, Cam Luke, with the Wednesday debate. And... Um, we're still got a couple of topics still to debate. Now, four minutes past nine, Miles Fitzner, I was just a little unsure what he was drinking there in his coffee. I don't know how he gets up nice and early. He's not, I don't think he's a morning person, but he was up nice and early with the breakfast with the best at the Valley. And we were discussing Imperit Trees and um, whether she will be winning the the Manicado there on a, on a Saturday afternoon. In fact, let's just replay what oh, Miles had to say yeah, on Giddy Up yesterday. If, any, if that's the case, then you guys go and put your money on Imperatrice at $1.50 here at the Valley, and uh, and I'll watch you lose it. But if you're taking $1.50 about Imperatrice, call 1-800-858-858. I stand by those comments. So, so you're basically telling what, us what, that she can't win. Well, what I'm telling you is, if you're that confident, then why aren't you right now going withdrawing $10,000 from your bank account having it at $1.50? Because you're not going to get – you're never going to get that price hang anywhere. On, on, why on, aren't you? Hang on one second. Because mm. both of those comments are different, right? Yep. So the first one you said, I'll watch you lose your money, which suggests that you don't think she can win, right? So to not have the bet is a, a fair point. It's a race that I'm not willing to bet in because of the dollar. So the bit that you elected, I'm willing to bet into the race because yeah. I'm getting value about horses mm-hmm. that are a chance to win. Okay, so right. do, you, do you think she'll win the race? Um, Don't worry about prob- the price. Prob- do you think she'll win the race? Probably. Yeah. Probably, but at that price, absolutely no way. So if, on... you, if you run that race 10 times, how many times does she win? Oh, six. So, 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 she's, yeah. so she's unders then? Dollar forty, seventy percent of the market. What's so, what, what is this a gang up job? I no, said no, 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 no. <laughs> what, what are no, you all trying to trick me into saying? No, 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 so I'm point. telling you, I'm backing I am me and Bonus Nachos because <laughs> no. I'm getting two prices. 
I don't know. I don't even want a headline. I, no, hang on. I, I'm, hang on, I'm Milo, telling you right hold now. Up for one hang, second. hang on, hang on. No, hang no, on. Let me help you here because what, what you said yesterday, I didn't hear. I wasn't in the chat, right? So the two things that we just played there I'm, are two totally different things, I, right? I, I, no, because they've, they've decided to go and clip up. That's, why I'm, that's why I'm asking you. Do you think she'll win the race? I understand why you're not I, taking the she, price, but do you think she'll win? I, I think, I, I think she. Probably should win, yeah, but it's Mooney Valley. Yeah. It's a dollar fifty. Mm. You, you cra- it's crazy town. Yeah, that's cool. Now, and so, it, so I said, at all costs, I will take her on mm. because I'm getting a price about yeah. two horses yeah. that can. I'm saying that can beat her. Yeah. So I'm going to take her on at every. If you're gambling into that at a dollar fifty. You, you genuinely need your head so right. I got told that you said she can't win. That's incorrect. Well, that's you've just heard the clip. Yeah. Right? If you re, if you she revert, didn't say that. Cam, if you reverse engineer that comment and say, bet on her, you'll lose your money. That's yeah. saying she won't win. Yeah, yeah. But what, what I'm saying is if you go and bet on a dollar fifty pops yeah. all the time, you will go broke. No, yeah. but this is 100%. a dip. But sometimes a dollar fifty can be valued. Mm. If you think you she's th- a dollar twenty chance. In that type of field, it's not a vintage Group One. I think she'll win. Mm. I think she, if you race that race ten times, she wins eight or nine times. So, so I then think break down your percentages. It's a dollar forty is seventy percent. So you yeah. think she's so under, then go and have. Yeah. Well, then are you, have you had a bet? Well, not yet. Have you had a bet? No, I'm not backing. You're not. Are you backing out? Well, I think. She are you may... backing out? I wouldn't have a bet in the race because so, I think she'll win so a dollar fifty. I, essentially, what we've yeah. realised is I'm the only one with the stones here. No, 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 take, no, 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 no. Take her on. No, hang on, hang on. No, no. Are you going to back her or not? I'm not going to back it. No. no. But what? this is why I had to clarify what you said because there's a difference between saying she can't win or yeah, I'm not did, willing to were, take they, on the they've price. They've me up with it. I've never said you. the words can't win. There you go. So that's what I was clarifying with you Th- what the actual comments were. So the boys had fun yesterday. I, I won't be backing her at $1.50, but she yeah. will win the race. Stop bullying Miles. He just didn't work correctly. Sorry, Jim. We're not, we're mm. not bullying well, you. Just... I know you're trying to get me to say that she can't win. I'm not an no, idiot, mate. No. I'm one of the best there is. I'm not trying to say that. I'm not trying to get you to say that. I was going to you to clarify. I'm having a laugh. No, you're not. You're serious. I'm not. I'm not. I respect. It. I, respect I respect it. it. You got to have. You've got to be confident in the punting Correct. game. But I'm, like, I've got to take her on, and I'm am having a bet in the race because there are two horses so what that price, can beat her. What price do you think she should be? Oh, two forty or something. It's the valley. Yeah, but she's give me a great valley horse. Ten thousand on her at two forty. The she, valley is a plus for her. You not bet, a yeah, I'd have a thousand on her at two forty. What are you trying to say, so Gareth? What, what price will you let me back her with you then? I'm not going to. I'm saying I'm getting value about. Do you, what part of this do you not get through no, your yeah, brain? Yeah, but you're getting. I understand but you're getting value. I'm not going to give you a market for the horse. But if you had to lay, will you lay her? No, because I'm getting value about two that can beat her. Okay. Do you understand yeah, how? Yeah, but I'm, you can you can get value in laying her than backing her, like taking on to back a couple of horses to beat her. If you know what I mean. Why are you confusing this? There are two horses I think can beat her, and she's a ridiculous price. Yeah. And they're Uncommon James. No, they're Buenos Nachos and, and I am me. Uncommon James, when it drew inside, I had to get off. Yeah. All right, then. So I think she'll win in Parrot Trees and win pretty easily. Then I'd love to see the betting ticket of you at $1. fifty just storming in. Yep. Because if you want to sit here and rib me on it, that's fine, but put your money where your mouth is. So I'm, I'm just not a I'm just not a shorts better. I'm not I'm not a big no, market no, player to make you, it and worth you my be. while. But I'm, but I do think she wins. You but I'm put, glad we've cleared up your position now. I'm glad yeah. we know. You we blokes, know where I'm, right. I'm I'm actually half shitty on that. I really yeah, am. So, um, well, I came in to clarify my life. I'm glad you, you clarified it. Unbelievable. Yeah. We, we all appreciate you clarifying it, but I can't believe like you. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I would back her. I wouldn't. I don't. Anyway, if, if, if be, you're punting like like. Like I said this in Splendid yesterday, if you're punting, 
to make money and you structure it out and you start staking <laughs> with your staking plans, a, a, a punter will take her on at a dollar fifty there. You won't. You're not going to go and see pros going and just having having twenty k or whatever unless they're trying to launder money on that. No, thing. Uh, depending if they think it's a dollar twenty, they'll back it at a dollar fifty. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, is, is I don't. So I, yeah. as a professional, right, on on finding value in horses at a racetrack that's known for horses. Known for horses going yeah. under and getting right, bad. Yeah, yeah, just going is the track going to be too hard for notches? I'm a huge fan of him, but I'm worried about the track being a bit firm for him. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, look, I, it's a valley, so hopefully I get a little give in it and soft five because I really like him as a horse. I'm just, I'm just worried about the firmness. Of anyway, the boys, we need to move on. If you had to choose one jockey to ride for your life in a Cox Plate or a Melbourne Cup, what jockey? Who, who would that jockey be? Oh. And it has to be a current jockey. I'm going rogue here. I'm, I'm going to go, and this is tough, because and he comes in at a really close second, Damian Lane, Frosty. I'd have yeah. Frosty a really close second. But i got to take Blake Shin. I've got to take him. He's just, to me, Blake Shin is like, you know, Top Gun. Blake Shin's like the Iceman. Like, he's just cool, calm, collected, and he doesn't make many mistakes, right? Mm-hmm. Love Blake Shin. If, if my life's on the line, I'm saying put Blake Shin on board. Your life is on the line. I look, I think we complicate things. I'm just staying with James McDonald. Yeah. Like he's the best jockey in the country. He's won a Cox Plate. He's won a Melbourne Cup mm-hmm. too often, and I've done this a million times, and we'll do it again probably today. We complicate sport, and we complicate racing. But James McDonald, but the best thing about this is you've got a plethora of options here in Australia if your life has to get saved. James McDonald. I'm going rogue here. Jordan Childs. For me, I trust him. I trust him all the time. What are you giggling at? <laughs> I'm not giggling. What are you, I just, Gareth, <laughs> why, why would you laugh? No, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not giggling. What, I love, you, you I, sounds pretty much like you're giggling no, to me. I, I love Geordie Childs, but I'm thinking you'd be more of a backmarker. So getting out of the gates, I think Geordie Childs Mate, is better you, out the I front. reckon Geordie Childs will be... I reckon Geordie Childs will be and has the potential to be getting on the right horses the best way you have. Well, that's, and I'm, I'll stand by that. Yep, yeah, and I'm and I'm a big Geordie Childs fan, um, but I respect your opinion. He's got a few legs to make up. Oh, at the Damien, moment. like pick Damien Lane, J Mac, and all this. I'll do no, something. But this is I dare to, be di- dare to be different. I, mate, I trust him. I was going to pick Frosty, but I, I trust I, him. I, I I'd probably go. Well, you've jumped off Frosty because he gave you a little razz up yesterday. No, I love, yeah, I love Frosty. On, no, I love Frosty. I'm just a superstar. Here. No, I'm just ability. for my life. I'm thinking. I don't know. I'm if going he, on trust. I don't, I don't know if, if you this is me. for my life. I'm not going on ability. Yeah. Just hold this bolus. I'm going on trust. I'll have to buy. I might have to buy Frosty a beer at the Bull and uh, what is it? The Bull and Bush in uh, the pub. So you're going with Frosty, are you? No, no, no. Because I don't know if you really want to ride for my life at the moment. So I might go J Mac because I think. Um, yeah, I think, J-Mac, you know, you'd have to, like, for your life. But David Taggart would come and – would you have David Taggart for your life? Honestly, I don't even like him driving for my no. life, so I'm not going to put him on a horse. My lawn. All right, then. <laughs> Top five rankings coming up. Who wants to start? And then we've got to get to the te- – we'll do the text messages first because um, hundreds are coming through. Ha-ha, absolutely loving Miles cracking in at the boys' is quality radio. Ha-ha-ha. Ha-ha, Jordan Childs. Uh, no, I'm just repeating what <laughs> – I would take Damien Lane, but Billy Egan is riding in super form. He is. That is true. It's simple, Milo. Get on Betfair and knock a thousand out of Imperit Trees at a dollar fifty-eight. Then you don't have to worry about who wins the race. Simon from Noosa. Oh, I wish um, I was in Noosa today. David Taggart. Cheers, Louis. That's for riding for your life. Am I allowed to 
have Imperatories in my multi? You are. Miles said on Monday Imperatories was overrated. It was around um, fourteen twenty. That was Glenn. Yep. On Monday, I was in that conversation. Yep. So you think she's overrated? Yeah, because everyone was saying she's the best sprinter in the country. Well, she is. No, she's not. Who's better than her? I wish I wins a better horse than Imperatrice. So sit right here as I sit. Um, I can be with you on that, yep. possibly, Milo. She's a genuine $1.50 chance. You can back her with me if you want. Um, Miles, here we go. Lads, give Miles a break. He's taking her on because he thinks she's unders. Mm. With track price, etc. Consider that's from Mitch. Which, to I mean, be Mitch. fair, we clarified. Yeah. 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 Um, lay her miles. Valley murdered better horses than her. I'm joking. I, but she's the best Valley horse that I've seen since Winks. She had. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that Mooney Valley uh, murders horses conversation goes a little bit out because she's handled it twice yeah, and before. She, and it's a small field. Yeah, but it's up, the other horses in the field murdering you at the Valley it, too. She handled it three times really well. And Mickey, oh, sorry, she has too. She, of course, won the group one in order. And Mickey D says she changes her legs to perfection around mm. the Valley. Some horses have just got it and some horses haven't. Morning, Miles. Did you do your this weekend and looking for a fluke or stage on prep, two track records that were buried. Trials and territories will win at any odds. Cheers no, everyone, from John. Everyone's getting carried away with the track record. They broke three track yep. records that night. Yep. The track was lightning. So so don't get carried away. And the race was run to absolutely suit that horse. Imperatrice loves Money Valley. Stop bullying Miles. Jesus, the extra week out with West Wind Blows, aiding recovery. Probably. Um, it's only four days. It. Yeah, it's only four days. But, uh, uh, that could also be a factor. Uh, I think the 2,000 metres... More than the two miles is the We're factor. Fight up the magic man, Gareth. Keep your guard up. That's from Joey. Um, I would take Damien Lane, but Billy Egan. Yep, these are these too many. Billy text Egan messages. is riding so particular. Yeah, well. with the sleeves up. Rankings. Where do we start? Who wants to go first here? I'll go because you'll all bully me anyway. <laughs> Miles, yeah. we're not bullying. Well, lucky you. Don't I, take it that lucky way. Lucky I have the mental fortitude um, to handle all comers. Uh, the best horse in the country at the moment, and still is, is I wish I win. He's in the paddock. You can't have I wish winners your top five. This is the top five rankings now. It's oh, like so, in the spring. So you can't have I wish I win. Right, sort of, get back to me. All right. All How right, many I'm, times do we I'm, have to explain here we go, this, you ready this? Yes, please. At number five, I've got Mr. Brightside. He's won two group ones. He ran second in another yep. one. He's really good. And people love Fangirl. I know you're big on Fangirl for Saturday. So I've got Mr. Brightside still. At number four, I've got West Wind Blows. Two form races have come out mm-hmm. of it have been the Turnbull and the Caulfield Cup and has ran huge in both. At number three, I got to think about it. Best sprint race in the country this year. He won it. I'm a wish I win fan, and he probably should have won. Barriers win races. I get it, but in the end, think about it. Won it. Gold Tripper two. Uh, Turnbull was incredible. His Caulfield Cup was great, and I think he's going to measure up in two of the biggest races in the next two weeks. And at number one, I've got a horse that I had at number one to start it. He's gone back there because I think the best race we've seen so far has been the Caulfield Cup, and without a fight, won it. So I've got three to come out of the Caulfield Cup because I think that's the best race, and the form coming out of the Turnbull into the Caulfield Cup, into a Cox Plate, into a Melbourne Cup is perfect. So without a fight at number one, Jack Jenkins. I like that list. Little different to mine. I've got number one on top. I was going to have I Wish I Win, and then we've gone to the paddock, so we've got it out. Yep. So I've gone Imperatries at number one. Uh, I think she's going to stamp her name this Saturday as one of the best sprinters in the world if she's not already there. Then we're going to go number two. Think about it. Just a winning machine. Mm-hmm. If you're a winning machine, you're a superstar, yep. which I love. Number three, I've got Gold Trip. Still a genuine chance to win the Cox Plate mm-hmm. and the Melbourne Cup to come. Huge. Uh, number number four, I've got West Wind Blows. Uh, two wins have been huge. I backed him on the weekend um, and was a bit disappointed that we didn't get the chocolates in the end. And then last, just because she is going to run 
in the Golden Eagle. Oh, yes. Stick to his guns, Jackie boy. That was the troll at Lark Hill. She is going to brain him in the Golden Eagle. She's back. She's eaten out of the bin. She's licking it clean. And we've got Amelia's jewel in at number five. Firstly, I agree with the end of that comment. I think she will win the Golden Eagle, yes. and it's exciting, and the odds we're getting is great. But now, well, it's like when you had her at number one because she she beat a bunch of Shetlands at Lark Hill. <laughs> Come on, man! Someone was telling me I don't know a high profile, a couple of high profile individuals saying, "Gareth, you're still talking up that Perth pony." <laughs> I said, "That's a little harsh." Um, do you want me to go with my? Top yeah, well, five I, I just had to shuffle. So, uh, do you want me to go, and then you finish it, and then yeah, you come right, around then. the show? Um, it's going to be called Miles if Imperatories get gets beat. I'll call this show Miles for a week. Miles for if it gets beaten. Yep. It'll be it'll be Miles and not Giddy Up. Welcome to Miles for Well you can just do Giddy Up with Miles. Yeah, well That'll do. Yeah. I'll take that. Uh West Wind blows at five. Think about it four. Militarize three. Without a fight two. And probably gold trip one because he's still gonna go bang bang here with the Cox plate. He's gonna be in the market, Melbourne Cup in the mm. market. I've shifted my order. Last week, I was, I wish I win Gold Trip Militarised. So I haven't elevated without a fight then past yep. Gold Trip. So just as a sliding, descending order, I'll have him on top. It's a difficult one. I've, I've got West Wind Blows at five because I think he'll win the champion stakes. And he's been placed in two big races so mm. far this, this spring. A romantic worry because if I think he's going to win the Cox Plate, you've got to have him in your top five. Think about it. It could be the best horse in this country, clearly. We haven't seen it. He's only had one start that was an Everest. There's argue, You could argue he should be a little bit higher and he'll win probably the giga kick and he'll be better over the 1,300 than the 1,200. But I think Imperatries is the best sprinter in Australasia. So I've got her too. And without a fight, if I think he'll win the Melbourne Cup, then mm. he's going to be one after that Caulfield Cup performance in, um, in, in, a, in a hotly run race. So they're my top five. Amelia's Jill, very unlucky. Fangirl, very unlucky. <laughs> what, because she ate? Yes. Okay. Now, fair enough. I love her. I Mate, think she will win the Golden Eagle, but I don't, yeah. I don't know if we can put her back in the five. If Gareth had Amelia's Jill in her rating, sack him. Well, you're very close. I was very close to getting sacked. Um, Miles is on the money. You're better, you're better off backing those horses a place. Bunes Notches or... There's only seven horses, yeah, right? Are you, sorry, are you telling me how to punt? No, this is from the text message. Oh, okay, sorry. Milo, I was going to say, whoa, whoa. gee whiz. Whoa. I was like, oh, Jesus, that's like me telling Matthew Lloyd how to kick goals. Yeah. Vlog. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what do we think about Fangirl, just quietly? Can she produce that turn of foot at 2,000 that she had at the 1,600 if last time? If she start? drew gate one, I would, say, yeah. I, would, I would say she's a big chance, but she's going to come back to last. Mm. I... Hot. I think there's two bad. There was two bad, like absolute can't win the race barrier draws. One is Fangirl because I think she will go back, and Zaki wouldn't have been as concerned had he mm. have been into this race after running a King Charles. But I think he's going to be a run short. So now I feel like you're picking yeah. on me. Nah, absolutely well, not. They're, they're oh, I would love to see Zaki win. I think it'd be an oh, incredible have you, story. Have you got two minutes for some questions? Got nothing else um, to do, lads. Where do we sit with trainers with multiple runners in big races? Does it dilute the big races? That's from Rob. I don't no, think it does. No, I don't think so at all. I think the best trainers have the best horses, yeah. have the best races. Simple. Yeah. Um, Sada ride for my life, big race jockey. He was close. Yep. And my life would be a big race. <laughs> I like that. Whoever that is. Comment of the year. I wouldn't let tags mow my lawn. That's brilliant. <laughs> um, Mark Sara. A lot of votes for Mark Sara well, here. Yeah. He's a star. Um, yeah, but 
So what's Mike Zara done? He's won a Caulfield Cup. He's ran second in a – is in the last three years or so, right? Yeah. Caulfield Cup. He's ran second in a Cox Plate. He's he's won a Melbourne Cup. He's ran – and he always won another Caulfield Cup. Jeez, he wins. He, he does win the big Yeah, but he has a blatant disregard for the rules, according to 1G Waitley. Mm. Yes. Does it feel oh, like Mr. Brightside is the forgotten horse in this race? No. I, no. Th- I think he's he's – Rightly, Barry. Forgotten. Yeah, he's Barry too. If he's ever going to run two thousand, this is it. He he's going to get a nice if run. If he wins, hats off to the Hayes yeah. brothers. And if you like him, you're getting a price for yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. Once again, how come these one percenters haven't been a factor before? Well, they've always been a factor. And a few text messages coming through. Well, hasn't stopped West Wind blows, but it's a bit like Simon Miller. Once again, this is a perfect example. He won't mind me saying this. So Simon Miller was going terribly for a period there um, a few years back. And I said to Simon, what's going on? They actually lost the pool at Ascot. And he usually trains his horse with the pool. That's the way that he goes about preparing his gallopers. So once he lost that tool, he wasn't able to get his head around the the way to prepare these horses. So um, if Romantic Warriors, you point out, Jack, is used to a pool and helping with his fitness levels, then it's it's... It can cause mayhem with the horse's preparation. I, I'm just not major on him bringing it up on yeah. the Wednesday prior to the actual yeah. race that he's here for, right? Because he knew uh, everything that Jack said pointed out perfectly is right, but just all of a sudden just bobs up on a Wednesday no, that he, he can't get it fit because of the He pool. didn't say it to us yesterday. Yeah. He said he'd a four-length mm. better horse than, than mm. the last time. Yeah, which is yeah. No, he said James said it's a four-length yeah. better horse, and I will concur with James. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I think James would know. Yeah. Um, Werribee has been going on for many years now, and this is the first time we've heard for this. Doesn't make sense. I don't know. Yeah. Gold tripping without a fighter, both not beating Vorbet in the cup. Correct. That's a good point. Probably. Um, maybe he will stay on and attempt the cup's double and go down in history for that. It's remarkable about gold trip. Vorbet should stay here and win the Gallywood in May as well. Yeah. He's a hurdler, right? Is, I love he? him. I love him. I think he's a huge chance. That's a disgrace if our great race is taken <laughs> out by a hurdler. Um, well, Vintage Crop was a hurdler. Yeah, he started this. Have thing. you gone back and had a look he's at the a, form around that horse? He's a, he's a yeah, serious hurdler. Yeah, yeah. He that's why. And, you well, know. if you're a serious flat tracker and you can jump, then you become a pretty serious yeah. hurdler. 100%. Yeah. Don't you? Oh, for sure. You'd be a hurdler, I reckon, Miley. No, but you'd be a Vorban. You're the. I'm nearly. Ben. You don't come anywhere near me at Geelong Cup oh. today. <laughs> Just quick, so hang on. So you're all going down in the car together or not? No tags. No, th- I'm no. I'm going on the bus now. Oh, you really? Yeah, I'm not going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's on the V line. <laughs> yeah, going. Yeah, we're, we're going on the the bus at the Emerald. Anyway, we're going to go. Jack, thanks for that, mate. We'll catch Thank up you. with you next week. Milo, you you're, you don't have to act tough. We know that you're tough, mate. I'm right? going to get you. You bloody you hero. Um, God bless you. Thank you, Gary. And see you, Cam. That is the Wednesday debate, 9.24. Bit of fun today.